hello there. Welcome to this beautiful Sunday, mid-April, in the prairies of Canada, where we go from plus 20 to a foot and a half of snow, to plus 17, to minus 3, <clears throat> and that's all in a couple days. It's not a problem, because we're hardy people. Hardy people, they say, welcome to the Wandering Red Goat, who is a hardy person in the prairies of Canada. And I'm here to talk to you this beautiful Sunday. We're going to chit-chat a little bit with ourselves and talk about our mental health and our physical health. Going to talk about what's happening and how we're going to get through it and what we're going to do. Talk about some exciting things coming up and some challenges we have from the wandering red goat himself. Oh, and what is the wandering red goat going to do this week for a challenge? Hmm... Stay tuned for those exciting answers to those ridiculously exciting questions. Nail your feet to the floor, grab a cup of coffee, and stay tuned for 26 minutes of life-altering information. Or 26 minutes of, I'll never get this time back in my life, but I listen anyways because... I am just mesmerized by an idiot from the middle of Canada. Whatever works for you. Just let me know. Stay tuned. Uh, Sundays are my favorite day. I'll tell you why Sundays are my favorite day. Because I don't really do too much. Sometimes I make content. Sometimes I watch TV. Sometimes I go for a walk. Sometimes I sleep. It all depends. It all depends on the day. But that's the great thing about uh, life. We all have choices that we can make. And we can do fun things or we cannot do fun things. We can do exciting things or not do exciting things. It's up to you. But what we're going to talk to do to you today about... To do today about... Uh, that kind of reminds me of Tim Conway from the old Caribbean actor. Today, 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 today. If you're old enough to understand what... That show was about Carol Burnett with Tim Conway, who I think was funniest all get up. Today, to do today, <clears throat> for some reason it's a tongue twister for me. But, sorry, sometimes I get straight. That's uh, my adult ADHD uh, coming into play, where I get distracted by some things sometimes. Hmm. So let's reset. Kind of like 2020, we're resetting. <laughs> Is the pandemic over yet? Hello, <clears throat> this is the Wandering Red Goat. Today we are going to talk about a hodgepodge of things, but it all has to do with you, your mental health, your physical health, and what you're doing, and how you're continuing to do it, and how this is going to change you and affect you. As a personal coach, okay, my whole purpose is to make my clients feel great mentally and physically every day, bar none. Okay. After that, reaching any goal that my client has set, no matter what it is or what they are, is easy. Okay. I'm, I, I'm a firm believer in that. If you are mentally in the right place or physically in the right place, you can reach whatever goals you set. But I had this discussion this week, and I just wanted to put this out there. They are so intertwined and tied together, it is ridiculous. If you are not mentally healthy, chances are you're going to struggle physically. 
Okay. Now, that's not to say short-term, long-term, or short-term, mid-term, whatever. I'm talking about long-term. You can mask some of the mental deficiencies or mental health issues that you're having throughout this whole thing with physical activity. But you mentally have to be strong as well, and vice versa. Um, Physically can help your mental uh, mindset, bar none. Anxiety, depression, whatever. But put the two together and you have a strong combination. And that's what I want to work on every day with my clients. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I have clients that come in that don't even work out. And you might say, well, why are they coming to your gym if they're not going to work out? You know why? Because some days they just need to talk. Some days they need to get things off their chest. And as a coach, I feel it's my job to listen to them. Give them my advice. Sometimes I support. My biggest advice to people is sometimes you just need someone to listen and someone to support. You don't need feedback. You don't need them to give you the answers. And and we can do that as a person, especially now. So many people need that chance to have someone listen and support. And sometimes giving feedback is is great. And if you can do it, great. Or you can share your own experience with that person. It's very helpful. But sometimes they just need to talk. All right. So as a coach, that's what I like to do. And that still to me is a workout. Because if your mind is strong and your mind is healthy, then your body will be strong and your body will be healthy and vice versa. I'm on a big kick right now um, that I think that, well, I know, I, I know for a fact, I'm going to tell you my, my story here for the last couple of weeks. I rented a car. Okay. As, as many of you know, if you've listened to the show, I don't have a car. I don't have a vehicle. I walk or I bike. Um, it's something that I started to do. Well, I had some things to do, so I rented a car and the price was really good. So I rented it from Thursday to Monday and I thought, okay, I can get a lot of stuff done over the weekend. It's pretty cheap, $20 a day. then I looked at the weather report and it was going to snow and it was going to snow a lot. So then I thought, well, I'm going to extend that to Wednesday. So now I had the car from Thursday to Wednesday, still a great price. It's worth it. Uh, getting a lot of stuff done. Then all of a sudden the snow was still here and it was a little bit colder and it was sloppy. And I was like, well, maybe I'm just going to extend that. So I extended it to the following Monday. So now I'm, 12, 11 days into this thing. All right. Pretty good price. Got it. Nice little car. Not costing a lot of gas. All that stuff. But you know what's happened over the 11 days? I felt a lot shittier. Now let's back this up to to February when I got rid of my vehicle and started walking to work every day. Uh, My blood tests for my diabetes, for my health. They came in in March. And my blood sugar numbers had dropped. I talk about this on the podcast. I was feeling great. Fast forward to last week and I was feeling shitty again. It's pretty simple. I had to really think about this, but it's pretty simple. And I'm not saying that everybody's like this. I'm giving you my story. You can take from it what you want. But I started to feel shitty again, mentally, physically, everything. When I sat down and analyzed what the hell was going on, it comes to the vehicle. It comes to the car. And you say, well, how does that happen? We all have cars and we don't feel shitty. I get it. But for me, 
what had happened in the two and a half months that I didn't have a vehicle, I was walking a lot, probably an hour to an hour and a half a day. But what I wasn't doing was I wasn't spending a lot of time doing things that were against my health. So for me, number one, always, even when I was an athlete, walking became my mental um, salvation or that's where I did my meditation. And I feel like walking to me is part of meditating. I really do. Um, it's mindfulness. It's thinking. It's not It's not being clouded by anything. I have a s- single focus and I have a single purpose when I'm walking and I'm clearing my mind. So the 22 minutes it takes me to walk home from the studio is like meditation. 22 minutes to work, 22 minutes back from work. And I do that sometimes two to three times a day depending on my schedule. I felt great. My blood sugars were down, my blood pressure was down, blah, blah, blah. but you know what I wasn't doing? I wasn't cheating myself out of time. I was making every second count of the day. So if I had to walk 22 minutes, I had to get up earlier. I had to eat. I wasn't going to be able to go. What I found with the car is all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I can sleep a little bit longer. Oh, I don't have to rush. Oh, I can, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make my food. I'm just going to stop it at a drive-thru. And I started to feel shitty again. And it's all the old things that used to come back into my life. And I felt ticked about it. I felt pissed off about it because I'd let myself down. I'd let that convenience uh, control me. So it wasn't, it's not, it's not the fact that you're driving. That's not what I'm talking about. The fact is, is that I cheated myself out of time. I cheated myself out of preparation. I cheated myself out of health. So my mental health wasn't as strong because I wasn't taking that time just to slow, slowly meditate as I was walking and think about the day and relax and decompress. I was cheating myself in health because I wasn't preparing my food. I was like, oh, I'll just go and grab a burger through the drive-thru because it's quick and I got the convenience of it. Oh, I'll just grab a coffee and I'll blah, 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 blah. It just adds up and adds up and adds up. Now my, balance, my body is out of balance again. My body, my mind, everything isn't working the way it was for two and a half months. And I'm pissed off at myself. But it makes me think, why do we do that? Why do we have everything going for us and then we change something? Let me give you an example. I have clients that don't feel good physically. Say their hips are tight or their backs are tight or their hamstrings are tight or whatever. And I convince them that they need to do a mobility or stretching. Right? I've gone as far as even making a video now for my clients with, with one of my clients. And, and she was gracious enough to do my mobility with them. And so I can send that to my clients because I want them to do it at home. And I made a post last week about it's not illegal to stretch at home. And it's not. But it's amazing how many people say to me, oh, I'm sore. They do the mobility and stretches that are recommended to them a couple times a day, maybe three times a day for a couple of weeks, and then they come back and go, oh my God, I feel so good. I'm sleeping better. I'm not tight. I don't have the pain that I had before. And they quit stretching. And guess what happens within seven days or 10 days? Oh my God, the pain is back. Oh, have you been stretching? No. How come you're not stretching? How come you're not doing your mobility? Well, because it doesn't hurt anymore. 
Why do we do that as humans? I just did it with a car. Why do we do that? Why are we thinking that, oh, it's all better now. We don't have to do what prevented it from being better. Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we have that mindset? What makes us think that everything's good now? We don't have to continue to do what made it good. It's a very bizarre thing. It's something that has ticked me off all weekend, and I'm struggling to deal with it. I can't wait to take the car back on Monday so I can start walking again, okay? But I'm not just walking again. I made this claim last post, and and, and I screwed it up, or last um, podcast, I screwed it up, and I actually changed it, and I'm asking you guys to join me on this. I am dedicated in the next 60 days, starting on April 20th, which is Tuesday, April 20th, I am going to try and walk. I don't know if I'll get there, but I'm going to try and walk. I'm challenging myself to walk 500 miles in 60 days, 750 kilometers for you Canadians, 500 miles in 60 days. That's eight and a half miles a day. Can I do it? I hope so. That's an average. Now, am I going to walk eight and a half miles every day? I don't know. But I'm going to try. And if I don't, my Sundays are going to be the days that I have to make up those extra miles. So if I don't walk all week, guess what's going to happen on Sunday? I got a 50-mile walk I got to do. But I think I can do it. It's a challenge. And here's why I'm doing this. Here's why I'm doing these challenges. Because I'm trying to push myself a little bit further than I have ever pushed myself before. I am almost 50 years old. Not almost. I just turned 49. But I'm going into my 50th year. And I want to be able to do things. Most days I feel like I'm 35 unless I drive a car and eat shitty food through the drive-thru. Or I try to be hip and talk to the teenage clients that I have. Then I realize how old I am. And I think they laugh at me, but I'm not sure. Or maybe I laugh and think it's them. Either way, I'm not as hip as I used to be. But I feel great. And I want to feel young. And I want to continue to feel young mentally and physically. So then you have to circle back to find what's working for you. Don't change it. When things are working and times are good, don't wait for that shoe to drop. We do that as humans a lot. When things are too good, we're looking for things to go bad. Why? We manifest that. We're looking for bad things because we manifest that. We want that to happen in our lives so that we can react to it. We react better to negative things in our lives, things that aren't happening, then we react to positive. Why is that? Why do we do that? It makes no sense to me. When things are good, enjoy them. Keep them going. Don't you want to keep that feeling going? So whether it's your physical health or your mental health, you need to do the things that are working for you. Granted, if it's not working, fix it. Change it. Find that thing that works. I found it. And then I went ahead and kicked myself right in the ass again and made myself feel terrible because of convenience. Because, oh, I thought this would be good. Oh, I thought I could do this and this and this and this. And it just spirals and spirals and spirals. So I'm no different than my clients. I'm not saying I am. We're all human. We all make mistakes. 
We just need to recognize when things are working for us, physically or mentally, why are we looking for negative things to change that? Why are we looking for the bad things to drop and change it? Just something to think about. Something to sit there and go, hmm, what have I done lately that has been in that situation? Has it been physically? Have you stopped doing something that physically made you feel great and now you're not feeling so great? Has there been something mentally that you've been doing? We talk a lot about minimalization. Tim Conway's back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We talk a lot about minimalizing. Minimalizing. Let's try this again. Minimalizing our lives and making it better. And we can, but we can do it in all aspects of our life. It doesn't have to be material. It doesn't have to be through uh, relationships or through uh, friendships. Yes, you don't want to be around toxic people. I get that. But that's not always the answer. Maybe there's something we can do. Maybe minimalizing our physical workouts, minimalizing what we're doing and helping us mentally is what we need at this time. I, I've, been a benef- I, I, I've been a big supporter, and I have benefited myself from walking. Uh, you guys that know my story, my last four years of professional hockey, I didn't work out other than doing walking, sit-ups, and push-ups. I didn't lift a weight. And I never got injured those last four years of my career. I took time off, absolutely, because, you know, rest is important. But I didn't get injured. I didn't lose time because of big injuries. I was able to continue to play at a pretty high level for the last four years of my career. And although I was in a different league, I feel like those were the most productive years of my career and the most enjoyable years of my career. Yeah, I wasn't in the gym pumping iron all the time and all that stuff. And I don't think anybody should have to do that if you don't want to do that. There's lots of ways. I say this all the time. My taste as I get older in life, my taste with physical activity changes. Makes my life more exciting. Sometimes I don't want to do things. Sometimes I want to do hard things. Sometimes I don't. And that's what it's about. It's about challenging yourself physically with things that you enjoy to do. Activity helps mental toughness. Activity helps physical toughness. Build strength mentally, build strength physically. My job every day is to challenge my clients and make them feel great mentally and make them feel great physically. That's it. That's as simple as my job is. That's what people pay me for. And I love it. Now, is there tough times? Is there always trying to change things? Yes, absolutely. Trying to convince people to do something they don't want to do isn't the easiest thing in the world. But build your trust with your clients. Build your trust with people around you. And it becomes a lot easier. Whether it's in business or in the physical world or in life, building a relationship, building trust can take you a long way, all right? Sometimes it's not always perfect. Sometimes we're not perfect. Sometimes we make mistakes. I get it. God knows, I've had my share of fails. 
But there's some things that I do succeed at. And where I think I succeed the best is when I'm working with people and helping them mentally and physically. And I believe that each of us can do that. We talked last episode about the power of one, how one individual can affect many. And you can do that positively, you can do that negatively. For sure, it can go either way. But understand the people that you are dealing with, how you can affect them either positively or negative. Okay? If they need that positive upbringing, give it to them. Listen, support, and encourage. And sometimes if they're too negative, then they need a swift kick in the ass. And you got to be able to give that to them as well. In a way that isn't demeaning, in a way that doesn't demoralize them, but in a way that helps them. And you can do that as well. Because that's what coaching is. That's what helping is. There's a lot of people out there right now talking mental health. There's a lot of people out there talking physical health. Why? Well, because it's important right now. The last 18, 16, 14 months that we've been through, we need a lot. We need a lot. And, and the uncertainty of what is out there right now. Trust me, two, two and a half weeks ago, I was a mess. Three weeks ago, I was a mess. No one knows what's going to happen with our businesses. No one knows what's going to happen. We're all trying to, to use a new term, pivot, and make sure that we're going. But I mean, a lot of us are under a lot of stress, especially in an entrepreneurial world, because we're trying to stay afloat. We're trying to keep our business doors open. Is the government helping a lot of us? No. Sometimes we feel like the government doesn't even care about us. We're business owners. They don't care about business owners. They care about big corporations that are giving donations to them. I get that. But that's my own rant, right? I think a lot of people are in the same situation. A lot of people care for other people and are trying to help other people. And I think that's a great thing. But mental health and physical health has to be intertwined always. And that's the big secret here, is you can't have one without the other. If you don't confront some of your mental health issues uh, via going to a counselor or dealing with them or past traumas, masking it with physical workouts will help for a while. But ultimately, I believe that it'll hurt you in the long run. I know. I went 40-some years without dealing with my mental health issues or things in my past that keep coming up to create problems in my life. And a lot of it is I wait for that other shoe to drop. Always waiting for that other shoe to drop. Why? Why can't we be happy? I go back to it. We have the choice to be happy. We have the choice to find joy. We have the choice to do things that give us joy and we can extend those by continuing to do things that give us joy and not waiting for the negative to come in. If you, if this is you, then what are you going to do about it? It's not easy to make that choice. It's not easy to get rid of things that bring the negative in and keep the positives. It's not easy. When you've been in a cycle your whole life of 
waiting for bad things to happen because you're going to react differently and you react better to those things, that's something to stand back and look at and say, how do I change this? How do I change my mindset? How do I change my mental health and move forward? A lot of us struggle. A lot of us struggle. And we're in it together, but we're doing things to try and improve it. Are you doing all you can to improve the positives in your life and keep the positives in your life? Or are you waiting for that other shoe to drop? Think about it. Mentally and physically, think about it. Because it's worth having that self-examination. It's worth taking the time to analyze and think about. Because it'll make things better in your life. That's my rant for today. That's what I'm talking about today. A couple other things I want to talk about on a different note. My girl, Cheryl, had a successful surgery. Uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to you, Cheryl. If you get to listen to the podcast, I think about you daily. I think about your recovery, and I can't wait for you to get back into our workouts so that we can have fun laughing and enjoying life again. Always going to be thinking and praying for you, Cheryl. And I'm sure my listeners will say a prayer for you as well. You made it through the surgery. Now we're going to concentrate on the next 10 or 15 years of your life and having the best 10 or 15 years that you can. And then we'll go from there. I'm going to only get 10 to 15 years to enjoy stuff. And then we'll reevaluate. Because when it's good, it's good. And we're going to keep it going. So Cheryl, recover quickly if you're hearing on another note, my friend Jody, Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada, um, we're working on some things together. And I'm going to let this one out of the bag a little bit early, but it'll be coming out pretty soon. We got a great challenge coming up from her studio, my studio, and hopefully anybody that's listening. All right. Uh, our buddy Sean from 27 Degrees is going to get involved. So we got a really cool thing coming up here. Um, I think it's June 12th. And the details will be released shortly. Let me just say this. We want as many people involved as possible in internet world, interweb world, platform world, virtual world, whatever you guys call it, plus in their studios. And we are doing a challenge that we are going to raise money for mental health and wellness and give it to a charity um, that, uh, you know, a lot of these charities right now dealing with mental health issues, especially here in Saskatchewan. I can only speak from here, but I know this, I've read it. So it's been put out there as a stat. Our suicide prevention hotline has been taking 400 more calls a month on average than ever before. There's a lot of people suffering. So we are going to do something about it. We're going to have a fun challenge with it. Um, and the details will be coming, and we'll get that, and I'll keep I'll keep putting it out there to you. But I'm excited about it. You know, we did, my group here did the great one-hour snatch-a-thon uh, in teams. We didn't do it by ourselves with the wonderful Jennifer Hintenberger, who, by the way, I think today is 105 days in a row that she has been lifting a marathon uh, kettlebell lift. And I think she's at 99 PRs or world records or something. And she's going for one more day, 106 days, because she was trying to get 100, um, 100 records in a row or something like that. 
I, I'm, I'm screwing it up. Anyways, go to follow Jennifer Hintenberger. She is doing wonderful things. And she raised $8,000 for charity uh, over the 100 days doing this. And she put her body through hell. So last weekend, the 10th, we did our snatch, one-hour snatch marathon with her. Uh, we had 10 people. We enjoyed the hell out of it. We did 4,263 swings. Snatches, sorry, not swings. And um, we raised $464 for uh, Jennifer's charity out in Nova Scotia. We also raised $464 for a local uh, transition house uh, for women and children here in Moose Jaw. So very proud of the Red Goat community for doing that. Um, and, you know, we're going to keep doing more of these charity events to to help people and just to make a difference a little bit at a time. Plus, it's fun. It's great for us. It's great to have something to cheer for. The Red Goat KBK team is getting ready um, for some competitions coming up, which is also exciting. And, yeah, life is good right now. So why am I worried about the other shoe dropping? Right? Isn't that what today is about? Enjoying what we got, looking for the future, and keeping it going in the right path. And you know how we can do that? Especially with people these days with struggling and you don't know how everybody's doing. We can be kind. We can be compassionate. So I want you to do this. Be kind. Hug a loved one. Peace. Thank you.